Good morning and welcome to Coffee with a Kick. If you didn't already, go ahead and check out this episode from yesterday evening where we break down the uh, Champions League action that will be taking place later this, uh, this, this morning, early afternoon. Depends on where you live, you know. Uh, but yeah, this is not that is not why we are here today. Obviously, it is the Premier League recap episode. So uh, why don't you go ahead and like and subscribe. Just go ahead and do this that little favor. And we'll go ahead and get right into it now without any further ado. Starting off with a, uh, a match that went quite similar to how you expected. Manchester City and Liverpool with their 1-1 draw. Uh, I thought that it was, a, it was a very nervy start for both sides. Uh, there weren't, weren't a, lot of, a lot of good chances early on in the match. Um, really, for the first full half, uh, there wasn't a lot going on except for... Uh, what does that say? Yeah, that there was a slip by Allison that should have Holland should have put in in the twenty seventh minute. Um, oh, did well, put in twenty first minute. Allison, the ball came in, and Allison went to pass it out, and Holland ended up getting a foot on it. Just went across the goal, but it was uh should have been should have been a goal. But yeah, twenty seventh minute. Nice little giveaway by Liverpool. And then Nathan Ake slices up the defense and provides the assist. Yes, and, off of, I mean, off of, off of Allison ball. slipping while clearing the ball. That's what he was doing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was an okay goal. I mean, it wasn't the greatest. He still slots it in far post. But, yeah. uh, you know, I didn't, didn't hate the first half because probably from 38th minute until – the whistle blew. City had probably three to four solid counterattacks, mm. but just couldn't finish any of them. Foden had a nice kick from outside the box, hits off the post. And a lot of the match, it felt like City controlled. And then Alexander-Arnold's goal in the 80th minute, I, he just steps into it. You know, takes a touch, steps into it, and... It was a good goal. It was it was a fair goal. I thought that that uh, Alvarez actually did not play very well in this match. I thought he missed hooking up with Holland a couple times, and he had that really good chance there in the fifty second, um, where he just he mishit the goal entirely, um, and uh, in the sixty eighth minute, City should have should have scored, but it was a a great touch by the goalkeeper. Or oh. With the touch, wait, 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 saved with touch 1v1 on goalkeeper. There was a chance in, for City in the 68 that they should have com- converted that they didn't. I mean, t- to Liverpool's credit, they hung in there the, the, mat, the whole match, and Mo Salah and Trent Ar- Alexander hooked up there for. It was rather random, to be honest. It wasn't a great opportunity. He just slotted it uh, against the far post um, yeah. after, after Salah fed him out. It, it, was, it was a top table clash. I mean, both. both Teams had their chances. I thought City did look a little better. They just were missing some of those last couple pieces. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, if you get, at least you didn't lose. You come out of that one saying, well, "At least we didn't lose." That's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I think Liverpool would be more happy to not lose. Obviously, sure. it was at the Etihad, but I, I think City. Obviously, I think City should have put it away. But on to the next week. On to the, which is a big one, another big one. Tottenham up next for City. Uh, so yeah. we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, the next match was Burnley hosting West Ham. Uh, this was an interesting stat that I saw here, that neither team this season thus far has come from behind to win a match. Uh, that changed Until in this now. one. That changed in this one. Not a lot in the first half, because there wasn't anything in the first half. Uh, there was a penalty yeah. in the 49th minute for Burnley. Um, I, I thought I thought in the, actually in the first half that, that West Ham did get away with what should have been a penalty. And then they kind of got a light one there uh, in the second half. So I don't know if they were giving it back. They don't actually do that. They do it much less in, in uh, Premier League than much they do in other Much less in the ones. Premier League than they do in other sports. Yeah, yeah. It, the, the makeup calls are much fewer in, in, in the Premier League from my experience. But I thought it was still yeah. a cheap penalty that Rodrigo has put, back, put in for Burnley. Yeah. Um, then West Ham comes to life there in the last couple of minutes. Uh, ends up being an own goal, unfortunately, for for the 86th minute. It was a great play there by uh, by Kudus there on the left hand side, right hand side, right hand yeah. side. Uh, both of, both of these were Kudus specials. Both of them. Mm-hmm. That second, the second ball in, I thought was particularly saucy there uh, yeah. by Kudus to the backside for Susik. Uh, got got the nice hip swivel on the Susik. You know I'm. I'm there for a good hip swivel. Uh, oh yeah. the The last two goals were certainly like okay, yeah. These are these are Burnley give ups. I thought, yeah. uh, especially that last one. Susick came unmarked on the backside of the play, and you can't, you just can't. And that happened a lot this weekend. There, were, there were some of the teams were playing to 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 do their part as far as leaving guys unmatched. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, definitely one of those. One of those matches where most of the match I felt like Burnley played up to a Premier League level, mm-hmm. and when they needed to continue playing at that level, they just couldn't. They took the so foot off, up, I guess. They ended up just playing like a championship side. Um, but yeah, no, I think West Ham got lucky, I'll be honest. Yeah, that was a lucky I mean, that's fair. But they'll take it. I, you'll take it every day of the week. Now, this next one, speaking of relegation teams playing up to a uh, Premier League side, uh, Luton Town and Crystal Palace. Didn't have this one on my dance card. 2-1 victory for, for Luton Town. You know, I mean, I said, I was like, you know, I could see Luton Town doing something. I didn't predict it. No. But I, I could see it. And yeah, I mean, just watch the highlights from the 71st minute to the 84th minute because that's where all the excitement was. But yeah, Luton Town got it and they held on at the end. It was exciting, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, just barely held on till the end. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the Olisa, I think that's the name. Yeah, yeah, Olisa, who got their goal, which was a fantastic shot. I mean, that yeah. was a great goal but for, for him uh, from wrapping that far post from the top corner of the box. Great goal. I thought it was in contention for gold week until 
one that happens a little bit later. I think you know what I'm yeah. talking about here. Uh, but yeah, it was Luton, Luton deserved it. I, they did. They they almost gave up. There were two great chances in the 22nd for Crystal Palace, but the Luton goalkeeper kept up both Edzi and, and Schlupp uh, from what should have been goals, arguably. Um, yeah. But a good look for Luton Town. I mean, Crystal Palace, definitely disappointing. You, they had been playing quite well. Uh, but the, you know the, you'll have to roll on to the next roll on to the next match and see what happens then. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough. Crystal Palace, not a great look. They start off great, but they have not recently. Uh, then new, oh, we both got that one wrong. We both got West Ham right. Uh, Newcastle and Chelsea. This one I got right, although not in the manner that I expected. And you did get this one wrong with your 1-1 prediction. Um, Chelsea, I think, kind of returned to form in this one. <laughs> in that their defense was just... I mean, brainless would be putting it kind of nicely. Again and again. Like, just total screw-ups. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the 13-minute goal by Isak, I mean, that one... Well, they just they, they just toe poke it to him, and he's just behind everyone, yeah, unmarked. And they were they were trying to play him offside. He wasn't. And now the goal that I had an issue with was oh. the Sterling free kick, mainly because it was a soft foul that he gave. Oh and yeah. If you watch no. the replay, Sterling sees that there's no options. He's not going to get a good shot. He feels the slightest bit of contact, and so he falls over. Yeah. And is looking at the ref as he's falling over. Yeah. So I don't, I think I, that one shouldn't have even been on the table. To no, even I think that's fair. It was a super soft foul. However, great free kick. Great free oh, kick. Oh, yeah, slotted in the top I mean, I mean the, just spanked it in. My, I just have the dip in all caps <laughs> here. Like that that thing bit hard and dove yeah. below that top, that, 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 the, the uh, crossbar. Um, but that was that was the only highlight for Chelsea. Everything else was terrible. I felt like what was Silva doing in the sixty first sixty first minute? I <laughs> that was I embarrassing, know. embarrassing. Probably uh, the amnesia from just being so old. Well, is it, you know, is he was so excited about his header goal and being the oldest goal scorer in, in EPL history from last match day <laughs> that yeah. this one he's like, you know what? I'm just going to totally botch this one. And it was such a one-two punch, too, because they just scored. LaSalle's had just scored in the 60th minute off yeah. of just totally losing him. Totally losing LaSalle's. Free header. Mm-hmm. Or, or free, free, just totally unmarked LaSalle's was. And then the Anthony yeah. Gordon one, I they didn't care at that point. It was like 83rd minute. <clears throat> sneaks it far post. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a defensive breakdown, but they've been playing for with with uh, ten men since the seventy third. It was just kind of like inevitability at that point. Yeah, it was kind of just. It was almost like a consolation goal for the winning team. Yeah, like yeah. It, it was just they. You knew it was coming. He puts it in. Not even really a ton of celebration. No. Just like, okay. Well, so yeah, four to yeah. one. We beat a relegation side. It's oh. Cool. We'll see. They, they, Chelsea does have some work to do to get to be relegation side, because uh, I mean there are some there are three teams that are definitely relegation sides. I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, it, but yeah, that was I like I said I got that one right. You did not. 
then to Nottingham Forest and Brighton Hove Albion, we had dueling 3-1 predictions here. Me for Brighton, you against. Uh, ended up, neither of us were exactly right on the number, but uh, what was it? I think both of these teams have scored and conceded. Or is it just Brighton? I think both these teams have scored and conceded in each of their matches this year. So It wouldn't shock me. I think it might be just Brighton. I think I it's feel just like there's Brighton. a two-old Nottingham victory in there somewhere, but yeah. But for Brighton, yeah. Brighton take the take the two plus goals. You know, they take that bet because it's usually plus money. I don't know if they'll do it for Brighton still when they've done it every single every single uh, uh, match day. But you know, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't make those lines. Um, how'd you like this one? You know, I. It was pretty evenly matched game. I felt like Nottingham had the, had more chances. Maybe not quality chances, but they had more chances. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started out great. I mean, Alanga in the third minute, putting it yeah. in. And then they started quick, and I felt like they maintained it for a while. But then Brighton kind of blitzed them there in the 20-minute 20, 20 mark. And mm-hmm. then 26, they finally got Ferguson with the goal. Yeah. And props to Brighton. You know, we've we've seen them fold underneath an early goal previously this season. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that West Ham match that they had at home. But I yeah, Alanga, it was a great header back across the face of goal um on a great cross in. They just missed him though. Like it let a free like I said, a lot of backside free runners uh, this match day, and this was certainly one of them. Um yeah. and then uh, Brighton goes on and gets uh, the goal in stoppage time. Um. Yeah. Oh man, that talk about great headers. It got so much power on that header from the penalty spot for Ferguson. Uh, mm-hmm. uh no, not for Ferguson. For for uh, João Pedro there just before halftime. Great, great header there as well. Uh, and then they they follow that up with the penalty in the fifty eighth, also by João Pedro. Um, really a silly penalty to give away from Nottingham Forest. But then seventy third minute. Everything goes crazy. <laughs> Everything goes crazy in the 73rd minute uh, when Brighton gives up their own silly penalty. I mean, both of them were just people impeding guys who had beaten them in the box. I and mean, like, you can't, with VAR, you can't do that. Like, you're yeah. going to get caught. Uh, but the, it, it, but he, <laughs> there, it was, it was Dunk, right? Yeah, Lewis Dunk uh, descends so much. That he gets two red cards in the span of like ten seconds, yeah, and it was a bad look for him. So, even more to Brighton's credit, that they hold on after going ten men down with with in the seventy sixth minute. So it's they they played a long time with ten men. Yeah, I don't know what he said, but he must have said something about the ref's mom. Well, well, from what I what I could see, it did seem like it was that the ref took it. A little bit personal, especially from a, from from a captain. Um, from what I could tell, is that he initially got the yellow card for dissent, and then he started walking away. Lewis Dunk started walking away, and the the center ref was trying to get him to come back and report to him Ooh. to have another discussion. And Lewis Dunk kept and Dunk start, kept waving him away, and he took he took exception to that and gave him a, what becomes a straight red. Um, essentially, is what it becomes. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a, a cheap red card for Dunk. I thought that that was him losing his cool. Might even see, I could see it that yellow card getting rescinded a little bit. 
but probably not. <laughs> they've been they've been really focusing on the descent yellows this year. Um, yeah, they did say it was going to be a yeah. point of contact with the new pig mole um, chief. I mean, he said that refs are not going to take verbal abuse anymore. And they have oh. definitely shown it so far this year. Lots, like we said, what was it? At one point, they had as many red cards in the first like six weeks that they had uh, as they had had all last season because yeah. of that. It was something like that because um, we were we're run through them pretty quick. I mean, what we've had in the matches we've gone through, there's been a total of two so far in this match day alone, and I th- yeah. think there's one left. Um, anyway, yeah, we both uh, I got that one right, you got that one wrong, and then one that. Uh, you got right. You actually saw this one coming pretty good. Bournemouth over Sheffield United. Come on. I got to tell you, I mean, you're talking about a, a consolation to the victor. This one, 90 plus seven, true consolation to Sheffield United. They did not deserve, <laughs> they did not deserve a goal in this one. It was, this was an embarrassing, for knowing who Bournemouth is, this was an embarrassing match by Sheffield United. Yeah, I mean, it's a long season, but this this one could prove a decider mm-hmm. in the relegation fight because now this separates 16th and 18th by seven points. And when you're that low and that bad, yeah. seven points is a lot. Seven points is but, like 17 yeah, I mean, points. Tabanier, I mean, he played great. Yeah. Obviously had the 12th minute goal, got the 51st minute. Justin Cluver, a former, I believe... I forget the exact term, but it's like the best young player in the world or like promising young player. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's, uh, Clubert is, I forget his first name, but his dad is very legendary Justin. Dutch, Dutch, uh, striker, I believe. So it's, it's cool to see him get a goal, albeit for Bournemouth, obviously. And I mean, also, gonna... and also just in truly embarrassing circumstances. I mean, the goalkeeper, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing out there. If you haven't seen it, it's like one of the all-time. He's all not time. trying to keep the ball out of the net. That, he, he's not trying to not let them score. I mean, he 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 nutmegs himself somehow while trying to play the <laughs> ball. I don't know how that works. But, you know, you capitalize when you can, especially when you're Bournemouth. And they, they take all three easily. I mean, 3-1 doesn't tell you how easy <laughs> this was. Um, really, yeah, it just, summed up United season thus far. Yeah. That, it was, that goal right there. It was bad. It was bad. And then to uh, uh, yeah, uh, Brentford and Arsenal, which we both got right because we both thought that Arsenal would win. Now, did we think it would be a 1-0 pretty snoozy match? No, we didn't. We thought it would be much more exciting. Um, Brentford, I feel like I feel like take, we'll take this one hard because uh, they, they, had, they had chances at it. Um, Zinchenko with a goal line clearance in the 77th. There was another one. I didn't catch who it was, but another goal line clearance earlier uh, in the 13th minute that could have really changed the tenor of this match. Um, I mean, Arsenal had their own chances. They had, they had one disallowed by offsides. We'll get to... Speaking of disallowed by offsides, we'll get to that match in a minute. Jeez Louise, that Tottenham... Uh, that Tottenham Aston Villa match. Aston Villa match. Sorry, we just... Sevilla, Aston Villa. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I feel. Yeah, and then Kai Havertz gets the late, late goal. I mean, it was a, it was a, a fine job by by Kai Havertz being in the right place at the right time, getting unmarked. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like Brentford's gonna feel hard done by by this 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 result. Yeah, I mean, for about probably three or four years, I called Aston Villa Aston Villa 
So I'm sure that there's a viewer watching right now that is just now learning that it's Aston Villa because they are, in fact, in the throes of England and not in the sunny beaches of Spain. But anyways, yeah, I felt like Brentford, it didn't really feel like they wanted to win. I don't know. It's like they were playing yeah. Arsenal and they were okay with Arsenal not winning. Yeah. So they were okay with just being like, oh, this is cool. We're going to get a draw. And then obviously Havertz in the 89th minute, um, like you said, plays it smartly and mm-hmm. gets the goal. So yeah, disappointed Arsenal's now on top of the table. By, but, by one point. Yeah, it's tight up there. I mean, there's still five or six tight. teams within one game of each other, one match. So it's uh, it's cool to see it tight. Obviously, City is still going to win it in the end because mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. But I like to see the other teams feel like they have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. As we all had it, Aston Villa currently in fourth place, uh, tied with Liverpool on 28 points and two <laughs> points out of first. We all had that, right, for... For when we're getting, when we're one third of the way through this season, we are we are now a third of the way through, just a little bit over, yeah, a little bit over, a closer third. to a third than not a third. So I'm calling it a third. Yeah. Uh, yes, and then that brings us to the offside special, which is Tottenham versus Aston Villa. Uh, this was this was an exciting match. Uh, probably, I, I would say probably match of the week. Uh, oh, where'd I go? Mm. Because it could have been 2-1 does not do this justice for the amount of opportunities there were. It was a very exciting match. Just so many. Like, Son had a, a hat trick of goals disallowed because he was offsides. Kuliszewski had his own adventures with offsideism. Um, several, there were two Aston Villa goals that were just like... There was one that was millimeters onside and then one that was a millimeters mm-hmm. offside. Just a lot of attack in this one. Yeah, I mean... Well, Celso scores 22nd minute, great goal. And then literally not 30 seconds later, Ollie Watkins scores for Aston Villa. And that was the one that was like a a toe. He missed it by a toe. Just the narrowest. And, but I mean, obviously it's not goal of the weekend. But Pal Perez's header in the 40 plus seven had some Mm -hmm. curve on it. I mean, he heads it in. Great cross in yeah. from, I think it was Dina, and whips it in. I mean, just curves it past. I don't know. If you haven't seen it, that's what a textbook header should look like. It was, it was pretty nice. But then obviously Watkins in the 61st gets it done. Great I little like one-two Aston with Telemans there. That was, a, that was a fantastic little one-two with Telemans. Yeah. Tele- Telemans. I felt like even though the match stats say that Tottenham – dominated it looks like they did i don't know i felt like aston villa after the first like 20 minutes settled in yeah and really like i don't want to say dominated but they looked like the side that was going to end up winning yeah it was uh, it was a good win for villa i I, they deserved it i thought i could both these teams deserve could have deserved three points um spurs just with their lack of discipline on the front end with those offsides like i said kulishevsky getting off there multiple times um, and Kulishevsky should have scored earlier on, but uh, let's see. Yeah, the third minute, both Ndogi and Kulishevsky should have scored for Tottenham. Ndogi mm-hmm. skied his over the bar, and Kulishevsky yeah. somehow hit the woodwork and it bounced out. Um, yeah. But it it could have been this could have been this could have easily been like a three four match. 
uh, with with how many opportunities there were for both sides. It and it was a fun match to watch. I mean, I it was it was great fun, um, and puts Astonville, like I said, in in fourth place, two points up on Tottenham. And Manchester United, how'd you guys get up to? Oh, that's right, they've had a cupcake schedule. Uh, Manchester United. Oh, speaking of which, uh, they are up next with what is probably, probably, probably the goal of the year for, for the for. <coughs> it's hard to imagine one beating it, right? Yeah, it'll take something pretty spectacular. I hate that it comes from United. Hate that it comes from Garnacho. Yeah. But yeah, third minute. I mean, you haven't even had enough time to get comfortable in your chair. If you and weren't careful, you could have missed it easily. A, yeah, I mean, just slaps in a bicycle kick. And, and I mean, yeah. it's all over your feed. You've probably seen it already. I mean, it's just if not, to you make. gotta check it out because it's like, I mean, the the circumstances of of Wayne Rooney's bicycle kick being against Manchester City. This was before Manchester City was actually any good, mind you. But still. <laughs> On Whoa, par, come on. On par, if not better than that Rooney bike uh, that he scored. I think this one may be better because it was almost upper nine with Garnacho, and it was it, it was far. It came out of nowhere. Anyway, really, it felt. I, I respect Everton because they didn't immediately fold after having that scored against them. Um, <laughs> did they have that many great opportunities? Not really. I it really. They had a good amount of possession, and and uh, there was a a goal line a, a yeah a goal line clearance by United in the thirty second minute or thereabouts. You know my timings are always <laughs> I'm not not the best at getting those down there, but and that could have yeah. changed things because it was still one one it was still one zero at that point. Um, Tin Hag keeps his job yeah. thanks to Rashford and Martial. Their second <laughs> half goal sealed it. Yeah, and, and it was funny because for the Rashford penalty, uh, it was initially given as a yellow card. For, I think it was Mar- Martial for, for simulation. They go back and they say, oh, oh no, he was fouled, as a matter of fact, through VAR and get the penalty. And then at that point, it really did feel like yeah. everyone's like, okay, we're going to let this one go. I thought it was a foul, clear foul in real time. And when he gave the yellow, I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't. Then the VAR, you see, oh no, no, yeah, no, like that it was, was, yeah, deservedly that was, so. That was a that was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, but then, uh, yeah, that one, uh, what we, we both got that one wrong because we thought Everton win. We got to stop trusting Everton to do anything. Okay, agreed, agreed. Uh, well, it's like Wolves. You know, when I pick them to win, they lose, and when I pick yeah. them to lose, they win. Same thing yeah. with Everton. Well, speaking of Wolves. What what to say about this? What to say about my wolves here coming up short in the end? Um, we both got it wrong. That's one yeah. thing about it. I thought that they would win. My my own fault for picking my wolves. Um, and I you they didn't even draw. They they had a shot at it. Had a shot at it. But uh, the second penalty was definitely deserved. I thought he got a toe on the first one. Uh, that that the wolves gave up there. I thought he got a toe on the ball, arguable, but I think it went towards the not re-refereeing sort of situation. I won't call yeah. that uh, my wolves getting getting boned on a penalty like we have in previous matches this year. That one was at least arguable. Yeah, I I also shared the same sentiment. I felt like 
it obviously isn't a great challenge to do anyway. But I did no. think that he got a toe on the ball. And like you said, it just seemed like there wasn't a clear and obvious error. So it, it just yeah. kind of went the way of Fulham. And obviously, William slapped it in. Yeah, got both of those in. Um, <clears throat> Anton Robinson, you saw both sides of what he can be for the national team, as my as my light goes crazy here. Because the first Fulham goal was really nice. His his play there on the uh, yeah. that free run that he pulled on the right side and then fed a Wobie very nicely across the middle. But then he just gets pwned uh, on, on the other end in the 22nd minute there by uh, Bellegarde. Uh, yeah. Great individual. Well, a little bit of a one-two there with with the guy who fed him, but a great little spin move that he pulls and then feeds Kunha across the middle. The Wolves looked. They. they I, I am disappointed for them not to get at least a point out of this because we did play well for the most part of the match. There were some chances yeah. that that um, that we should have capitalized on that we didn't. Uh, and and I thought that. Uh, um, oh golly. Someone, I felt like someone played poorly for us. Who was it? Was let me get let me get his name here real quick. Uh, Lamina, I thought really didn't show up today. I thought that he was a he was a, he his lacked touch, um, and still definitely missing uh, Neto there in the middle. Hopefully he can get back here soon. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like a game where Wolves could have, if had they have won, they would have kind of reestablished themselves mm. as a top 10 side. But losing, I mean, they're ahead of Fulham based on goal difference, but it, it kind of put them back into that, not relegation zone, but obviously a team to have some, they're going to need to figure some things out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. We're definitely better than the teams down at the bottom of of the league. And boy, I saw the Christmas schedule for Everton. It's tough. Like they play, who do they play around Christmas time? Um, coming up here, they've got City, and uh, let me just get it pulled up real quick. Oh, no, I'm looking for the Everton specific ones. I right, gotta scroll down. There it is. There we go. Great, great content here. Um, they've got Newcastle, Chelsea, then they get a reprieve with Burnley, and then it's Spurs, City, my Wolves, and Villa all there in a two months in a in a month long span. That's that's not great for Everton uh, to try to climb out of the hole they've put themselves in with that that uh, ten point deduction. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, this this week we both went five and five in total. A perfectly average result. Uh, neither of us made up the the detriment that we've had towards our season long uh, predictions. I am now at fifty eight and sixty two, and you're at fifty three and sixty seven. So you've got some work to do here. Ooh, I got luckily, luckily, we still have more than half a season remaining to get further in the red. Um, yeah. So we will see that. In the meantime, uh, go ahead and make sure to watch the Champions League later today. You can check out our preview episode up here if you have not already. Obviously, you already have because you're here. Uh, but until we come back with our prediction episode on Thursday for this weekend action, why don't you go ahead and anything else you want to say before we go, before I close this out? 
correctly. You know, I think I think they should grab some coffee. I think you're right. I think you should go ahead and grab some coffee, watch some soccer, and we will see you on Thursday evening.